we're starting this new podcast today. It's called Mason Cheese. Basically, two lifelong friends are hosting this. We're talking about the important stuff in life: sports, movies, current events, superheroes. For this first episode, we're just going to do some basic intros. Anthony or Cheese, tell me about uh, like how long you've lived in the UK and you know your favourite teams because we're obviously going to be talking about sports. How's it done? Nice to see you again. Missing you, obviously missing uh, missing you now that we can't see each other, and obviously lockdown's really cuck. But um, I think, like you said to me before we actually started this, this is a good escapism, and um, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, my name's just for new people. My name is Anthony Dimitrenza. I'm originally from South Africa, lockdown. Been in the UK for about 15 years now. Uh, married with a young son who's 16 months old. Um, loves sports, especially football, rugby, cricket, golf. Favorite teams are Manchester United, the Springboks, Mattel Sharks, which is my local rugby team in South Africa. Uh, I'm a massive golf fan and I love golf as well. Um, my favorite golfer right now is probably Rory McIlroy, and my greatest golfer of all time is Severiano Ballesteros, RRP. Um, yeah, so that's just me in a nutshell. I love sport. Dan will probably say that I'm a bit of a sports nut. I'm not probably the best in the world at it, but you know, I think I've got a good general knowledge. Definitely top three. You reckon? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, um, I think doing this will um, just um, allow me to share my views on how I see things as well, and hopefully, and hopefully teach Dan a thing or two at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> that won't be hard to do. Yeah. So um, awesome. yeah. And you, Dan? Are you, how are you going to introduce yourself to our new listeners? I'm going to do it very carefully. Yeah. I want them all to listen because there's lots of important stuff here they need to know. Okay. I don't, want, to know I don't want to miss. It's a need to know thing. So um, spread the word, but don't tell anyone. This is very important. So um, yeah, I moved to the uh, the UK. Where are we? The UK. 13 going 14 years ago now and I've loved every minute of it um, even the rain I don't mind the rain it's quite nice to have the rain I bless the rains down in Africa hopefully we're not going to get hopefully we won't get sued for that um, <laughs> yeah so I've lived here for about 14 years coming from sunny South Africa uh, teams oh, you can only support the world champions when it comes to rugby, you know? A boca. A boca. Sec- second team, SPB England, obviously. Uh, but first team is definitely by far the Mighty Boca. Um, then you've got our, um, for football, you've got our local team in South Africa, Manchester United. <laughs> <laughs> like every typical South African. Well, <laughs> well who's yeah. winning at the moment? Yeah, they'll yeah. support them. Yeah, they're all probably supporting Man City or Liverpool now. Well, yeah, it's changed. Last week, yeah, uh, well, <laughs> yeah. you know, had, Arsenal and Chelsea had a quick uh, period, but uh, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, um, and yeah, so I mean, local teams in South Africa rugby-wise, going to be the Natal Sharks, like Anthony, obviously coming from the Durban area, and yeah, just. Just enjoying uh, being on this podcast with Anthony. Obviously, it's a new thing we want to try out. Just enjoy. You know, we can't see each other these days. 
uh, unless we're in a bubble. And obviously, Anthony and I, we aren't in a bubble at the moment. We've got our sort of direct family because we both got lighties, aka kids, kids that yeah. we uh, we're looking after. I've got a little uh, ten-week-old girl uh, who doesn't like to sleep at night, but uh, <laughs> you know, little party animal. Yeah, and just just for anyone out there, um, you know, like Dan said, anything you want to talk about, um, especially new dads, if you're finding anything difficult or whatever, you know, we're also going through that at the same time. And I know, you know, guys in general don't like to usually not share their feelings, but like, you know, need advice, whatever. We're not here to like give advice and stuff, but, you know, just to be a good listening sound barrier for guys who are finding it difficult and stuff like that so um this is basically just it's kind of like the boys being down at the pub yeah exactly talking cuck talking well, I, i'd imagine when we do that when we do this we're gonna have a beer in our hands anyway aren't we standard stuff standard yeah, stuff so, a beer yeah. in uh, each hand yeah um <laughs> so we've got our topics that we want to talk about this week very important so i mean oh, but didn't we say we're gonna tell tell each other tell all the listeners how course. we met that is so true. So that's that's um, the most important. You know, that is the most important. You're so right. So um, I'm gonna see that you've brought it up, Anthony. I'd like you to, uh, if you don't mind, tell our um, lovely <laughs> listeners because uh-huh. um, I know they on the edge of their seat, dying to know how the Mason Cheese met. I know why you're doing this because you can get yours at me next. Can't you? I just want to know what <laughs> level you're coming in at. <laughs> It's like it's like my it's like your best man wedding speech all over again. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, yes. I mean, how hard are we going here? Yeah? <laughs> well, we'll have to see. I'm I'm setting the president, aren't I? Oh yes. Yeah. So um. <laughs> well, um, I moved to an area called Durban North in '97. So um, so I was going to a new high school called Northwood uh, Boys High School, and uh, in 1998. So that's daunting for any kid basically at that age, 13, 12 going on 13, um, new school, new people, and having no friends, so eventually, still applies, <laughs> and um, just just for reference purposes, I was a very short 12, 13 year old, I only had a really late growth spurt at about 15, 16, where I eventually caught up with other guys, so I was tiny, um, but I had a big mouth. <laughs> He was then playing rugby at their level. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, eventually Dad and I found ourselves in the same classes and in the same sports team. So I thought, yeah, he was all right. I'd better hang out with him, you know, seeing as he doesn't have any friends either. <laughs> <laughs> and again, four plus. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, you know, we eventually became good mates and his parents and my parents would drive each other on a Saturday to different sports uh, events and stuff we were playing. And we, we found ourselves being um, playing in the same rugby and uh, cricket team. So I was the uh, mouthy scrum half and Dan was the uh, last man standing fullback. And, uh, you know, Dan's tackling skills were something to admire. Um, you know, he used to grip guys by their rugby jerseys and uh, started swinging them out into touch or swinging them to the ground. And I, I used to look at him like, what Proper are you swinger. doing? Yeah, I was like, what are you doing? Tackle properly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, to be fair to him, we got the job done. So you know, I, I can't remember any tries that he used to let in 
Um, so no, he, he was he he was decent and he was a good he was he had a bit of pace on him. So um, yeah, as a fullback, he was always there and always made it happen for us. So that was always well, don't, good. Don't, don't get me wrong, I was always scared. Uh, when they broke through the line, I always thought, oh, no, now they'll put a tackle in. <laughs> Especially if it was a prop who had more facial hair than our dad's. <laughs> Steve, who's failed seven times. <laughs> I was lucky. I could just hide behind the scrub. Um, but, no, don't get me wrong. Dan was also a great uh, left-arm fast bowler for our cricket team. And um, I must admit... Our opening bowler, and we were sort of always guaranteed a wicket in his first over, you know, which is good. But um, looking at his batting, though, that was something to admire as well. He couldn't hold a bat, and he was always a number eleven, you know, like a <laughs> like a sort of modern day James Anderson for England coming, and you know. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I've seen James Anderson. He can bat, but um, uh, you know, he did make eighty for England, but um, Oof. yeah. But yes. Unlike me. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, yeah, I moved to the UK in 2006, and uh, Dan and I lived together. And I must admit, the best memories were when we were living in Twickenham, which is, you know, great for us, especially when there was Autumn Internationals. Mandatory for us to live together near a stadium, or else exactly. there's no point doing it. Exactly. And um, for those that, yeah, so for those who don't know, Twickenham is obviously near Twickenham Stadium. And, um, that's in a period of our lives where we started doing well work-wise and you know so every Saturday we'd go out and go well we were both single at the time you know go out to an area called Richmond which is where all the nice pubs and uh, stuff were along the river and it would usually start off by Dan asking me to iron his, uh, his shirt for going out while I was doing mine because he's too lazy to do his own <laughs> So, yeah, but we would go to our local, well, it used to be called O'Neill's, not open anymore, and um, it used to, they used to have a live band every Saturday playing um, good songs and good playing good music, so we used to enjoy that, and, um, you know, in terms of uh, getting on with the local talent, Dan was more of the talker, aunties had a few drinks, and, you know, and I was more of the... the they had to have a lot. <laughs> yeah. And I was more of the dancing man, you know, get get on the dance floor, dance to the ladies, throw them about. And then I knew I might have been in there or not. Everyone knows the cheese salsa. <laughs> the cheese salsa. Yeah. So weekends included licking our wounds from the Sunday before. We usually go for breakfast and then go to the go to the punters or the uh, bookies, as people would say. And having a cheeky accumulator on the afternoon football games. And then usually end up by ending the night would end with us ordering pizza and a few chicken wings and uh, that was basically a, a lot of our weekends wasn't it Dan? tough times tough times yeah oh yeah good times good times yeah um, i remember going back to 1998 uh a little short uh i'm not gonna say shit because i don't want to swear uh <laughs> A little short shit named Anthony, <laughs> aka Cheese. And um, yeah, I remember, so rugby wise, we'll start with the rugby because we're going to start with sports, I love. Um, little scrum half, I was in the fullback as Anthony mentioned, uh, <laughs> making sure no tries were coming through with my big heavy hitting tackles. And um, Anthony was always the little. <laughs> 
the the nineties theft the clerk. No, just that little shit is annoying. But the nice thing, or the good thing, should I say, is that you always put in the tackles. I love that reference. The nineties theft. The nineties theft the clerk. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, lots of lots of great memories. Uh, some of my favourites was when we were what about about thirteen, going on fourteen, and we're going to chill out. Chill out was a under an under eighteen oh, no. nightclub. So every Friday night, they dressed to impress. You know, got our nice deodorant on, eh? And uh, going to this under eighteen nightclub. You know, we were so cool, weren't we? No, <laughs> no. I mean, that would consist of uh, all the pool tables there, and, uh, and the music would go. We'd just spend the whole night dancing on the dance floor, and then go and getting our like cokes or cream sodas or whatever. <laughs> oh no! You know, and uh, standing. And we're on the... wearing matching Hawaiian shirts because that was the that was the fashion trend back then. Wasn't yeah, the it? Hawaiian shirts were cool back then. Yeah, yeah. Thank goodness we didn't get any pictures. <laughs> and you yeah. End up dancing on the speakers with no shirts on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dancing the speakers, swinging the shirts around, you know. You know. And we wonder why we never got any girls at that age. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Back then we wanted to be just as cool as Ricky Martin. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, and then obviously coming over to the UK, Anthony was here before me. Moving to the lovely Lewisham. For about six months, which uh, Anthony's van got broken into more times than when we lived in South Africa. <laughs> you know, you know when you're sitting there going, "Hey, the crime's bad, eh?" For <laughs> uh, to say that. Um, yeah, and then obviously living in Twickenham together, uh, having all the fun there, like you said. You know, we used to go down um, after, you know, after a big night out, licking our wounds. And uh, going down to the sandwich shop just around the corner from us. Good location we had. And there'd be this guy there. I can't remember his name. Was, let's go with Steve or Barry. And uh, <laughs> Steve would he always go, Oh, lads, oh, lads. Even if like Anthony didn't want to go because he was doing something in the morning or he was just, I don't know, whatever, or other way around. Um, or one of us was too fragile to get out of bed. Someone had just too, yeah. a bit more heavier of a night than the, than the other person. You go down there, and you're the only guy in the sandwich shop, and you, and you're like, oh Steve, how you doing? Yo, yeah, mate, you're right, yeah. Um, yeah, bacon roll, please, bacon roll. Yeah, brown sauce, whatever, blah, 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 lovely. And then at the end, you'd always like, all right, see you later, lads, 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 see you later. And you turn around, like, there's no one else there. And it was, it was just a shout, yeah, Tottenham, Tottenham, yeah, Tottenham. It's like, all right, Steve, get the health visitor in soon. Um, but yeah, good fun, good fun. We've had lots of memories, and over this podcast, you know, for however long it goes, hopefully it goes for a long time, we'll be able to um, share all of our little stories. Yeah. yeah, it's been good times. <laughs> oh, we've been been to a few rugby games together, and you know. well, we've known each other for 23 years now. Yeah, and I took Dan, I took Dan to his first game at Old Trafford as well. Remember oh that? yes, I do remember that. Man United versus yeah. Fulham, 4-1 FA Cup. FA Cup third round, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And Gig scored, scored. Uh, I think I'm not sure if Skull scored, but he, I think he, he was definitely on the pitch. Gigs uh, was the first goal scorer because remember I did ben. a I did a first I did a bet to see who first yeah. goal scorer was. It was a penalty, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Rooney scored, and yeah, yeah it's great to be in the uh, 
you know, that amazing stadium where all those, um, all that history has been made, uh, you know, before 2013. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we support them through thick and thin now. Come That's on. That's how you know we're real, man. You know, exactly. Every, you know, now that the good times are not gone, but you know, now that it's harder for us. We're showing our true yeah, colours of big proper Man United supporters. Before, yeah. everyone would say, oh, you're such a glory hunter. Well, I'm not hunting glory now. The team I mean, is we, not... are, we are hunting glory, but we just can't find it. We just can't. <laughs> we're trying to find it. i got a torch, i got everything. We're definitely trying to find it, but um, I've got faith in Ali, let's put it that way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But right, we'll so... talk about that later. Cool. So, um, yeah, I think we need to talk about a couple of uh, things just to get you know kickstart this podcast because you know everyone's thinking we really want to hear much more about your friendship and how long you've known each other. Um, they probably think, oh, shut up, just get on with it. They probably switched off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All switched All off. Rude. But um, anyway, so we've got a few hot topics we need to talk about this week. Okay, opening week, episode one of the Mason Cheese Show. <laughs> so, right. First thing we want to talk about now, football is you know we love our football, we love our rugby. Those those are our two big boys, aren't they? Those I mean, are our big boys. That's where our heart is. Oh yeah. I mean, you love your golf. I'm not a big golf fan, but uh, I'm happy to watch the last day of the Masters or the um, Ryder's Cup. <laughs> All right, um, Terry, calm down. You're up. You're up. Full kick wanker, we call that. You call it. <laughs> So, um, but the first thing we want to talk about is got to be the disaster that happened this weekend. It's, it's quite intense. It's a it's a touchy topic. Um, people have been crying for hours and hours. And of course, I'm talking about the Curry Cup final, South African national rugby tournament, and probably the best rugby tournament uh, nationally in the world in the world um, because we are the world champions. <laughs> I like that. So, um, um, officially, it's the oldest rugby comp. Well, not the oldest rugby competition. It's the second. It's the, I, I might have to check my facts. Someone, yeah, so I'm under stand under correction. The Curry Cup's the second oldest sporting competition in the world, only after the FA Cup. And, yeah. Um, but disappointingly, they don't get a curry with it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which, which, yeah. So, but no. In general, the it was never going to be a classic game. Um, Dan and I both watched it. It was always going to be tight. Um, not going to be, never going to be spectacular. Uh, spectacular, excuse me, sorry. Um, but in terms of the sharks, um, Dan, you know, we started off well, you know, um, but I think it just, I think just the lack of inexperience maybe um, in terms of the team, because you've got a very good up and coming young side. And yeah. before before COVID hits, I don't know if there's any um, uh, shark supporters out there, but you guys would remember that we were top of the Super Rugby standings, um, which is a competition between New Zealand, Australia, and South African teams, as well as one Argentinian team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we were, things were looking good. And um, but yeah, also the Curry Cup, we you know did what we need to do, got to the playoffs, finished um, I think third in the log, and um, yeah, did well in the semi-final last week, but. Yeah, again, it was just a typical final and lack of inexperience from some of the youngsters. Um, poor decisions, you know, where we were putting pressure on the balls at, at, at critical times, yep. where, we could, where we could have actually taken the points and, you know, just created a bit more scoreboard pressure on them. And um, that eventually cost the shocks. And 
Um, in terms of the uh, fly half, Kerwin Bosch, um, yeah. who, is, who is a cap Springbok, he's got two caps for the Springboks. Yeah. He's he's still a young player. Um, you know, I'm not saying he's a bad player, but you know, I think he missed experience too, is needed. Yeah, but also, you know, I think he missed too many goal shots at goal. Okay, fair enough. They were quite long distance, long range shots, but you know, you're in the half vault, you can add at least another 10, 15 meters to that. You're also in the um, Curry Cup final, and it takes something to get there. Yeah, definitely. So um, I think just that sort of pressure on them um, created that. Um, yeah, you know, the tr- in terms of the try um, that the, the Sharks scored, Tabor and Corsi, great mm-hmm. winger, very, very, mm-hmm. not underrated, but um, very good winger. Um, my back three for the Springboks would include him as a winger, and uh-huh. I would put, yeah, I'd put Cheslin, put Cheslin Colby at fullback. Standard. And put put him and Mampimpi at um, either wing because I think Ches and Colby in fullback would just open up so much more space for him. Oh because yeah, you, definitely. You think Jason Robinson for England when he was in his pomp, you know, similar similar Pretty type good. of player. I even think like with his side stepping and just incredible speed, I would even put him around like Christian Cullen. Something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's he's got he's got a lot. Well, you know, I know he's got a World Cup medals medal medals winner. Winners medal. Sorry, a yeah, World yeah. Cup winners medal. Um, you know, but he's he's still a young Springbok. Um, you know, he only started playing for the Springboks in 2018. Mm-hmm. So he's only he's got a few caps, and obviously, don't get me wrong, he's he's tearing it up in the top 14. But I think we're just going off at a tangent here. Um, but no, the Sharks. You know, like a bit I said, of work to be done. Yeah, a bit uh, of work to be side. done. But also, the Bulls played a very, very, they're a very good side as well. A few Springboks in there, and captained by Dwayne Vermeulen. And I think they just made the right decisions at the right time. And it took them, it took took them 100 minutes to beat us. You know, so and would you say deserving winners, the Bulls, the strongest team in the Curry Cup this year? Well, yeah, yeah, definitely. They, you know, they won the Super Rugby <laughs> Unlocked, which, um, which is. You know, a Super Rugby competition, a game between the South African teams, and then they won the Curry Cup as well between mm-hmm. the South African teams. So, in terms of all the local teams in South Africa, I would I'd say the Bulls deserved it. You know, um, very good team, um, coached by Jake White, and yep. as we as we all know, World Cup winning coach for Super Two thousand seven. Two thousand and seven. Yes, correct. Well, another and one. Another one. <laughs> um. But no, he, he he knows how to get it done, Jake White. I've always rated him as a coach, probably one of the best coaches Springboks have ever had. Um, and you know he's he's done his thing all over the world. And um, yeah, I think overall they were the best team. And fair play to them. You know, um, we used to losing to the Bulls in the finals because you know we used to lose to everyone in the finals. <laughs> well, out of I think out of all the Super Rugby teams and Super Rugby's, the Sharks have been to and not to win it. The Sharks yeah. have been to the most finals and not won it. You know what it is? We're just a very considerate rugby team. What? You know, we want everyone to be happy. <laughs> yeah, we just have to selfish. be there. We're selfish. We're selfish. We're trophy uh, as well. Uh, but hey, listen. In the in the late eighties, before nine, before nineteen ninety, the, the Sharks, or back in the day, the Banana Boys, never even won a Curry mm-hmm. Cup. And then you know, we sort of uh, took it to everyone in nineteen ninety, and then we won one. And ever since then, we won eight. So you know, you can't complain with that. And uh, we'll keep supporting the Sharks no matter what. Oh yes. Yeah, but oh, yes. Um, we'll get there. We'll get there, boys, and we believe in you. And 
you know, the things that they're doing there, down there, very good. Very, very diverse team. A team that is, is, is all for transformation in South African rugby. And I'm very proud to say that I'm a Shark supporter. Because, not just because of the team, but also because of what they're doing off the pitch. So, fair play to you guys.